Hello from the Pacific Northwest. This is Kristen from KristenWombach.com, and you are listening to Intentional Now Podcast. More people than ever are asking the question, how do we find ourselves on the resurrected side of Jesus? In this show, I discuss what really is on the other side of the torn veil, ascending into heaven, and how does our sonship fix the heart of creation? If you're like me, Jesus has totally redefined what you used to say yes to. <laughs> Join me and my guests in a workshop discussion that proclaims we're not nailed to the cross or dead in the grave, but fully alive and resurrected in him. Let's do this. <laughs> Hello, back to back. Here we are. <laughs> ah, we just picked it right up where I left off. My faith is so encouraged from last week's episode. Yes, bang, bang, bang. One right after another. Who? How are your sticky notes doing? <laughs> okay, today's takeaways. Faith is not a decision. It is a discovery. A key in the kingdom of heaven. Jesus is the door going in and out. Your echo. Isaiah 55, 8 through 11, allegorically, an echo. Hind's feet in Habakkuk. This is a two-part episode. Welcome to number two, number episode 72 on Echo. And we have a new feature that I introduced to you last week. It's called Drawing Heaven. It's a link to a prophetic drawing of today's episode of last week and today's episode. We're using the same one for those of you who aren't driving. <laughs> we don't want you driving and doing this, right? So I invite you to click the feature link in the description, Drawing Heaven. That way I can share a visual regarding today's episode. A picture is worth a thousand words. Amen. So I'm going to remind you, those who are technically challenged, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, I hear you say, how do I do that? So we're going to have some patience here and I'm going to tell you how. If you're listening via your desktop, click the episode and scroll down in the description and click the link that says Drawing Heaven. If you're on your phone, you got your headphones on, not driving though, right? <laughs> Via your podcast app, highlight this episode, touch it, select see more. There's two, two ways that it can be shown. It can say see more, or there can be three small dots. That's called an ellipsis, right? You press those, you touch those on your phone, and then you scroll down to the highlighted link within the description. It says new feature, drawing heaven. You tap that and it will open immediately to the link without any interruption of our conversation. Dandy, 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 right? And then you can see the, the picture that I drew and digitally put together to be 
able to share with you today on our continuing journey about the echo and our sticky notes. So I encourage you, if you haven't listened to last week, it'll help it to make sense today. So I have a question for you. What is my coaching motto? Mm-hmm. Helping you succeed in life in the marketplace. And that just did it. It helps those people who are technically challenged. Some of us may be a little bit older than the rest of you. It helps us to catch up and keep up in the area of technology. So before we jump in, here's my little bells and whistle here. On September 15th, I'm kicking off another semester of Coaching for Life. You don't want to miss this opportunity to brush up from your last season, maybe summer, and work with me in laying out plans, productivity, and we do touch those special things of the heart, right? So my coaching clients get all the benefits. (coughs) Excuse me. My coaching clients, they get all the benefits. They get first releases, hands-on with a journaling life, and an encouraging journey with, yep, yours truly. I'm having a special sale going on right now. And I have a thought for those of you who are listening to this at a later date. You just stumbled upon the episode. You just go ahead, head over to the link, and we will start a conversation anywhere in the semester. Okay? You can grab the link. It's below. Okay. All that out of the way. We just got finished with Number 71, going into 72 and talking about an echo. And what is our focus, right? Do you remember our focus? It's from the resurrected side of Jesus. Amen. So I'm going to paraphrase again Colossians 1.20 with you. Put in some of my own words for you. He initiated the initiated the reconciliation of all things to himself (laughs) last week. It's kind of like, yep, he took all those little sticky notes of life that we have on the door of Jesus Christ, and he's initiating the reconciliation, right? And he just picked one, right? He initiated the reconciliation for all things concerning me, for all things concerning you. So through the blood of the cross, God restored the original harmony. He restored my harmony and his reign of peace now extends to every visible thing upon the earth, as well as those invisible, invisible things which are in the heavenly realm. His reign of peace extends to me. His reign of peace extends to you. His reign of peace, it extends to those sticky notes on the door. I know you're going, why is she talking about sticky notes? You have to listen to last week. Okay. Not only that, this is the good part. Not only that, but all the broken and dislocated pieces of the universe People and things and animals and atoms get properly fixed and fit together in vibrant harmonies. Oh, that's like a choir right there, all because of his death and resurrection. Colossians 120 from the mirror. 
<laughs> we bring forth the echo that we engaged with him throughout the week. The echo of what we spent time meditating with, we bring forth the echo of that sticky note, what he said to us, what we did, what we acted upon, how we engaged our faith. How'd you do? <laughs> you knew I was going to ask you this way. It's called homework, right? How did you do? In your doings, how did it make you feel? What did it make you feel like when Jesus picked that one sticky note out of all your joys and concerns and he put it on himself? How'd that make you feel? That was really tender, wasn't it? I know. How were you encouraged in him, through him, by him, Throughout this week, did you practice stepping into him through the door? And did you extend your faith and believe what he showed you? <laughs> I know. Faith like a child, right? We get our crayons and color books and imagination out and say, Jesus, show me and teach me. I'd love for you to share with me in the comments. Pop over to social media. Yep, I invited you last week. Tell me about your homework. What he show you? <laughs> now, from our echo in him, we bring forth the principles of Isaiah 55. Oh. Now, we are talking here, and we're in Hebrews 11. It's a series just about faith, right? That action faith, that now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not yet seen. So when we step into him, that's the evidence of things not yet seen. But I kind of went a little bit before that into the therefores. <laughs> into the therefores, Hebrew ten thirty six. I went into the therefores. Employ patience as you continue to echo the poetry of God's desire for you to possess the promise. <sighs> Employ patience as you continue to echo the poetry of God's desire for you to possess the promise. <laughs> that word Make a poetry of the promise. What you saw, what you encountered. What he said to you, your communion. I am the echo. I am to echo the promise and the desire of God. That's what our homework was last week, right? I am to echo the promise and the desire of God. <laughs> now let's talk about... Um, the drawing, the image that I created for you. It's got lots of parts and pieces, right? So our image is of ice cream cones, right? That's that's the main image. But my, my logo for this week's episode number 72 
there's no ice cream on it, right? There's just the cones. <laughs> it's changed a bit from last week. It felt like a communion. And what we do, we consumed what he shared with us. We consumed it. We consumed like the ice cream, right? Because we went in and out and echoed the promise of what he showed us. Because what does a seed do? If a seed is brought to fulfillment, it's emptied of itself and it's ready to be planted again because it's multiplied. (laughs) I am to echo the promise and the desire of God. I am to echo his thoughts and his ways. So my faith it goes into the door of Jesus Christ and it comes out to echo Jesus Christ, the promise and the fulfillment of his goodness over my life. Like the ice cream cone, it echoes, it appears and is mirrored in my life. Like the ice cream cone in the picture, one is behind the door, in the door, through the door. And when it comes out, what it is, it is a perfect mirror image and reflection of him, his ways, his thoughts. It's a perfect reflection. And this week we have consumed him. So faith alone, it explains what is not apparent to the natural eye. Mm -hmm. Your faith says, Jesus showed me this. It may be simple like a sticky note (laughs) or an ice cream cone. But your faith says, I encountered Jesus right here. We must step into him through him. Faith alone, faith decrees the ages were perfectly framed by his word. And faith says now we understand that everything visible has its origin in the invisible. Hebrews 11.3. Everything visible has its origin in the invisible. That's why we spend time in the spirit in the invisible. Faith defeats death and faith is alive and eternal. Faith pleases God, not good or bad behavior, but faith does. Like a kid, like the sticky note. Do not allow the contradictions in your past or present to become your reference once again. I'm going to say that again. Do not allow the contradictions in your past or present to become your reference once again. Do not allow those things. That's from James. I'm going to say it again. I'm saying it again for me. That's why it's so important that I echo what he showed me. Do not allow the contradictions. We have contradictions. (laughs) I have contradictions from my past. I have contradictions present. Yes. But they're not to become our reference point. No, they're not. The echo of his promise, what he said to us through the door of himself, 
That is our reference point. His essence, the quality or qualities that make things what it is. It makes a thing what it is. Who he is makes a thing what it is. His thoughts and his ways. Creation, everything, all which exists. The heavens over the earth and the heart. It's the heart. It's the sum and the substance. And what do the rains that descend from heaven do? They water. But they descended from heaven. There's a principle there. They water the earth and they cause it to produce and sprout and give seed to the sower and food to the eater. The heartbeat and the rhythm of creation, its laws and its liberties are embedded in the seed. God's essence is embedded in the seed. He created an ordinance. So shall my word be sent with success in its DNA. Ordained, decree, authorized, directed. <laughs> so that sticky note on the door. I have felt it being challenged more times than I can say. I've asked questions. I've asked again to know him and his goodness. I want to know his ways and his ordinances. I want to know creation. How does it all work? How does my destiny come to fruition in and through him? the author and the finisher of my faith. But I have felt this. I have felt this from Habakkuk 2, 4, 3, 17 through 19. I have felt this. Though the fig tree does not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, the produce of the olive, it totally fails, and the fields Yield no food. The flock be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord, and I will joy in the God of my salvation. God the Lord, he is my strength. He makes my feet like hinds feet. He makes me tread upon high places. But then again, <laughs> We're not the quitting kind. We possess a persuasion of the soul that believes against all odds. But then again, we're not the quitting kind. We possess a persuasion of soul that believes against all odds. All odds. So your homework <laughs> no, I'm not going to leave you go. <laughs> Let you go about your homework. We believe against all odds, right? In and out. And we echo the promise. We echo what he shows us. How do we echo? 
we write it down, we meditate it, we sing upon it, we dance over it, we express it in our life. So I asked the question, since he got me there, what exactly is the hind's feet? I mean, you're exasperated. Habakkuk is, he's exasperated here, right? But what exactly is the hind's feet? What are you teaching me here? So Barbara Landerus, she describes it as a sure-footed deer. <laughs> what is the secret of hind's feet? A hind is a female red deer whose home is in the mountains. The rear feet of the hind step, the back legs, is precisely the same spot where the front feet have just been. Every motion of the hind is followed through with one single focused consistency, making it the most sure-footed of all mountain animals. Did you get that? A single focused consistency. So what's the benefit of Heinz feet? In that single focused consistency where your back step, your rear, your hind, ends up exactly in the same spot as the front feet. A hind is a female deal that can place her back feet exactly where her front feet stepped. That's focused. Not one inch off. In times of danger, she's able to run securely and not get off track. She's able to scale unusually high and difficult terrain to elude predators. Hind's feet. <laughs> yes. So in my discovery, in my taking my Etsy store, that was my sticker. I shared it last week. My Etsy store going in and going out and echoing what he showed me and echoing his goodness and sometimes his goodness actually is a task attached to it, an assignment. And I echoed it by accomplishing it, by writing it, singing it, doing it, dancing over it, right? So I found a wonderful passage here. It's written by Reverend A.B. Simpson, who was the founder of Missionary Alliance Denomination. Mm -hmm. And it's called Days of Heaven Upon the Earth. And it's encouraging me as we are talking about an echo, an echo, a reverberation, a mirror. Imagine if you were... Oh, standing and you were on your neighborhood street or, or, and you yelled and you yelled for your, your dog. So I yelled, dash, it would bounce off a house. If you were standing 
in the mountains. We've all heard echoes and we would say, hooray! The hooray would bounce off the landscape of the mountains. So we want our faith and the promise and what we experienced in heaven, in him, through him. We want that experience to echo and say, hooray, hooray, hooray. We want it to echo in our comings and goings and our existence and the way that we take that communion and bring it to life. So let me share this passage with you. Days of heaven upon the earth. Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? (laughs) Yep, Jeremiah 27. Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Cyrus the king was compelled to fulfill the vision of Jeremiah by making a decree. The instant the prophecy had foretold, declaring that Jehovah had bidden him rebuild Jerusalem, invite her captives to return to their native home. So Jeremiah's faith was vindicated and Jehovah's prophecy gloriously fulfilled as faith ever will be honored. Oh, for the faith that in the dark present and the darker future shall dare to subscribe the evidences and seal up the documents, if need be, for the time of waiting, and then begin to testify to the certainty of its hope like the prophet of Anthanoth. Anthoth. Not quite sure how to say that. The word Anathoth has a beautiful meaning. That's where Jeremiah was from. The word from where he from was from means echoes. So faith is the echo of God. <laughs> and God always gives the echo to faith as he answers it back in glorious fulfillment. So faith is the echo of God, and God always gives the echo to faith as he answers it back in glorious fulfillment. Oh, let our faith echo also the brave claim of the ancient prophet and take our full inheritance with his glorious shout. O Lord, thou art God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? And back like an echo will come the heavenly answer to our heart. I am the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? (laughs) Oh, let our faith echo also the brave claim of the ancient prophet and take our full inheritance with his glorious shout. 
O Lord, thou art the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? And back, like an echo, will come the heavenly answer to our heart. I am the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? William MacArthur, a friend and a co-worker, said to Simpson once, and he told him, hmm, I am no good unless I can get alone with God. MacArthur added, His practice was to hush his spirit, to literally cease to think his own thoughts. Then in the silence of his soul, he listened for the still small voice of God. So my faith goes into the door of Jesus Christ and comes out to echo the promise and the fulfillment of goodness in my life, in your life. My faith, your faith goes into the door of Jesus Christ and comes out and it hears the echo of God say, Is there anything too hard for me? The promise. And fulfillment of his goodness over our lives. <laughs> amen. Isn't that good? Amen and amen. It's wonderful. Mm -hmm. I'm going to jump back here just for a second. Oh, there we are. I'm going to read this again from Isaiah 55, 8. And we allow him to echo and answer us in the echo. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. And your ways are not my ways. As high as the heavens are over the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your ways, than your thoughts. I can hear his thoughts echo. I can hear his ways plan. For just as the rain and the snow descend from heaven and will not return there, Rather, it waters the earth and causes it to produce and to sprout and to give seed to the sower and food to the eater. And so shall it be. My word that emanates from my mouth, it will not return to me unfulfilled unless it will have accomplished what I desire and brought success where I sent it. When we echo what the Lord shows us, what we encounter, and we echo it, it's where God is sending it. He's sending it. He's sending it in us, through us, about us, around us, through the door and the access of Jesus Christ. Right? He initiated the reconciliation of all things to himself. 
He took all of the sticky notes off the door, the things that we focus on, the things that we, we have too many sticky notes. I'm guilty. And he picked one last week. He picked one for us to focus, to know him, to hear God's answer in an echo. for all things that concern you and all things that concern me. And through the blood of the cross, God restored the original harmony, all of it. Isn't that wonderful? Wow. Now let me ask, okay, it has been a while. Since I have asked you a question, <laughs> asked you a question. So let me ask you a question. Let me listen so Holy Spirit can tell me, <laughs> and then we will talk. So let me just have a moment here for just a moment. Okay. This is kind of the picture that Holy Spirit put on my heart. I heard a question purposed of Christine gave me two sticky notes. Hmm. Well, those two sticky notes, I would assume it's just a suggestion that they're working in unison. Mm-hmm. That they are working in unison. Let me pray for you. So, Father God, I thank you for these two episodes. And I thank you, Lord, that you are ever increasing and building our faith. And I thank you, Lord, that you just restored the harmonies of our original design and template and purpose through Jesus Christ. And we are learning to echo the principles and the communion and the oneness and the concert and the dance of Jesus Christ in our life. Now, Kristen, she took a simple thought of a sticky note on a door and we have followed that through and now we have another week before us lord i ask that you would bless the sticky notes you would bless the two sticky notes and those two sticky notes they create an echo of your goodness of your promise and that you would continue to teach us to how to apply them and how to write them down and how to continue to learn to hear your thoughts and your ways to be patient in listening to your thoughts and your ways i bless you I'm just feeling a real completion. 
I did two episodes in a row. I'm just feeling a completion. And so I want to release that completion. Remember, I said that he was giving us a key. So we used a key and we opened up something to discover new. And, I, and so we opened it and that key opens more. So, Lord, I ask that you would continue to open up the kingdom to each one of us and teach us and show us and encourage us. Is there anything too difficult for God? Is there anything too difficult for us to learn? Is there anything too difficult for us to believe? He's the author and the finisher of our faith. So we just go, Jesus, I need your help to believe this. So we step in through him and he shows us what to echo. That's a good word right there. (laughs) I got that. That's good. So I bless you and I thank you for spending this time for me. Remember, I've got lots of goodies and links. If you'd like to walk in a closer relationship with me, I really encourage you to sign up and register for Coaching for Life. Yeah, it's on sale right now to bless you. Good stuff there. Well, you have an absolutely wonderful and fantastic rest of your day. And if you caught this on a Thursday or Friday, ooh-hoo, it is the weekend. I just encourage you to share this podcast with your friends. Talk about it. Find me on social media. And hey, if you really want to bless my socks, you could write a really cool review. Hey, hey, we just love those things. (laughs) All right. Well, I just appreciate spending this time with you. Thank you. And I honor you. Thank you for letting me spend this time with you. And yes, I want to hear what your echo is doing. Okay. All right. Well, I'll talk to you again next week. You have a wonderful day. Bye now.